Hyundai's most electric EV lineup changes the way you look and feel about EVs, specifically Hyundai EVs. Hyundai's EV lineup has everything you've been yearning for in your next or first EV, boldly captivating your senses. There's the ultra-fast charging in the Ionic 5 and Ionic 6 from 10 to 80% in as little as 18 minutes. There's the fun-to-drive lineup and the tech-infused standard safety features like highway driving assist and blind spot collision warning. Plus, you get America's best warranty with a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited electric battery warranty. Learn more about Hyundai EVs at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, December 28th, and it is time to preview the final Week 16, week 16 game of the NFL season. There's only one week and one game of football left in the regular season. It's crazy to do so. To look at this from a gambling and DFS perspective and just to talk about the game and make picks in general, the great Emory Hunt joining us. Emory, what's up, buddy? Cool and Will. How you doing, man? Uh, I can't complain. I've been wearing this toboggan for like 42 consecutive days. My family's starting to wonder about me, uh, <laughs> as if they weren't already wondering about me. And, uh, I don't know, excited for, I guess I'm excited for Bill's Patriots. I think this is a little intriguing. Like this game is not, does not profile as a great game in the sense that the Bills are seven point favorites. The Patriots have largely been terrible this season. But I think it's intriguing because the Bills have already won the division. And really, there's no, like, playoff spoiler role here for the Pats. I mean, I guess they could make the Bills go down to the three seed. Or, like, you know, I mean, like, there's nothing they can really do. But to me, there does feel like a little bit of, like, slay the dragon, officially slay the dragon type of game here for the Bills where, like, you could kind of go into New England, whip Bill Belichick's ass, and really, like, get some cathartic – type of uh release from doing so and saying, all right, this is our division now, Bill. Uh, do, you, do you get that sense or is this kind of a – or the Bills focused enough to tune up for the playoffs and not treat this as as the big game that we thought it would be before the season? You know, I, I'm kind of torn between it because you can see both sides of it. You can see the Bills coming in here wanting to embarrass the, the Patriots because the Pats really could have beat them the first time if Newton didn't fumble the football away. Or you could see this as the Bills come in, you know, tussle a little bit for the first quarter and a half, and then we see Matt Barkley trot out there for the rest of the game. So I can see both sides of it. They're probably going to work on some things. Uh, if seeding is that important to them, because right now I think they're slated to play the Ravens, and I don't know if they want that smoke. Mm. So if they, you know, if they want to find a better option to play, uh, maybe a better opponent to play, then seeding is important to them. But right now I can. I'm just excited to see how the Bills and Patriots match up in the trenches because I think that's an area where uh, this game will be won or lost no matter who's starting that quarterback. Yeah, so the seeding is weird because if the Bills win tonight and lose to the Dolphins and then the Steelers beat the Browns in Week 17, the Steelers would be the two seed and Buffalo would be the three seed. Uh, the Browns are a, a seven-point favorite against the Steelers in Week 17. If the Bills uh, win out – 
Or if the Bills went out, they'll play the Colts. I, I just, I, I don't know that you can get, I agree with you. I don't think you want to play the Ravens. That is, the Ravens are coming on strong. I think they're actually a terrible matchup for Buffalo because of their strengths. But I don't think you can treat these final two games worrying about your opponent. I think you have to either decide we want the two seed or we don't care if we're the two seed or the three seed because Kansas City has already clinched the one. And so the question is, do you go all out in this game? Um, you know, are you willing to rest players in the second half? I mean, they, and, and these are, I'm not trying to get into a bigger picture discussion necessarily of what you do with rest and all that, but it matters for the spread. Cause if you're back in the bills minus seven and Matt Barkley's playing 30 minutes in the second half in this game, cause Buffalo has got a 21 point lead. You're probably going to be a little nervous that the Patriots are going to come through the back door, right? Exactly. And that's why I think when you look at the point spread, I will probably lean to taking the pats and the points because of the uncertainty. Plus, you know, this is a division game. Uh, we know they know each other really well, especially Bill Belichick and, and how he is able to game plan for, for Buffalo. So, this game would be closed by nature if they were playing at full strength. And so when you add the element of Matt Barkley perhaps playing a lot in this ball game, it becomes even tighter. Uh, so I would probably lean toward taking the pats and the points regardless uh, in this ball game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Patriots are very good. Their defense didn't play well. Stephon Gilmore is out, which means Stephon Diggs should be able to do whatever the hell he wants. Um, Josh Allen is the is 12 to 1. We talked about him on the podcast last night to win the MVP, the third highest favorite. He's not going to win it. Aaron Rodgers probably will. And if, if he doesn't, Patrick Mahomes will. Um, but Allen's playing really well. You know, one of the things that gives you pause too, I think against, uh, against the Patriots is even with Gilmore out and the Patriots lacking a ton of defensive talent, Allen, for his career now against the Patriots in, in four games, completing just over 50% of his passes, 732 yards uh, in four games is 183 yards per game. Just three passing touchdowns and six interceptions has also been sacked nine times. He has not been good against Bill Belichick defenses. And I, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the Bills want to do here. It's a Monday night game. I don't think you want to go out and – I think there is something to be said for, you know, sort of like the Steelers on Sunday. You want to have confidence going into the playoffs. You don't want to go out and just lay, you know, total eggs. So I I agree. I think the Bills will win and find a way to win, but I agree with you. I'll take the Patriots and the points. Any thought on the total here? You know, the total can get crazy. It's Monday night and, and things can get, get haywire. But I, I look at this game and I, I just think – you know, it kind of screams over because I think the Bills defense, I mean, under them, the Bills defense okay, yeah. is, is doing a good job as of late. And the Patriots, like you just mentioned, seem to have Josh Allen's number. Um, and unless the Bills can come in here and dominate in the run game, uh, that's an area where they probably should try to work on um, before they go into the playoffs. But I just see this one being under that that number total. Yeah, Kenny White, I think, actually had the over as a best bet on the podcast last week, and I was like, I was kind of stunned by it because I, I, I look at this and I think oh, this should be forty three, mm-hmm. like forty two and a half, and it's forty six and a half. Maybe the Bills' defense isn't doesn't come to play in this game, and, and we see a ton of points. I don't know, um, but I, I tend to agree with you. I would lean under and Pats here um, on this Monday night game. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will break down uh, player props and some DFS action. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so as we mentioned, Stefan Gilmore out for the Patriots. I think this is a high number, but I would, I'm looking at it immediately because he hits it all the time. Stefan Diggs over receiving yards 85 and a half. Now, if they, again, if they sit players or they try and do a conservative game plan and pound the ball with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, this could be a problematic situation. But I, I think that it guaranteed for the first half, I, I think, I think Josh Allen will play a minimum of three quarters in this game. I don't think they pull him out at halftime unless it's just, you know, like 42 to seven or something like that. I, and I don't, I don't think they'll get there. So I like Stefan Diggs over receiving yards 85 and a half in this spot. Any thoughts on that? You know, at, that's six receptions for him, in my opinion. You know, yeah. that's that to be that should be attainable as long as Josh Allen is under center. And one of those catches will be a chunk play about 25, 30 yards. So that cuts that number in half. So I like that that prop there. I think when you look at it from that perspective, you know, he should be able to hit that number pretty easily. I believe in his ball game. One because you mentioned Gilmore, but two. You know, you can move him around the formation. He, he's not relegated to playing inside or outside. So wherever they see fit, wherever they can find the matchup, they're going to put him there and throw it to him. Stephon Diggs, I mean, since week, jeez, I mean, you don't have to go back. I mean, you go back as far as you want, really. But um, since week nine, he is averaging 11.3 targets per game and 9.5 catches per game. I mean, that's good for 103.2 receiving yards per game. He is playing as well as anybody in the NFL right now in terms of receivers. I also think that there may be a little bit of interest here um, because, you know, Diggs was traded this offseason uh, to get him that receiving title. Like, I think that they may want to push and try and get him, you know, the the give him the – make him look like – make give Stephon Diggs a case to be the top wide receiver in the NFL. Um, I think we would most all most of us would take Devontae Adams and maybe a couple other guys, but Stefan Diggs is, you know, pushing for that elite category. And I think Buffalo will be interested in getting him there. So I like the over there. I probably like the over on his uh catches as well. I actually didn't even look at that because I'm an, I'm a moron. Um Stefan Diggs receptions over six and a half is minus one thirty five. I I would take the I'd take the over on that too. Yeah, like I said, it's gonna take him six to get to eighty five, and he's gonna definitely hit that six number yeah, uh, probably yeah. within the first quarter and a and a half maybe. Yeah. Uh, so he's gonna hit over that reception total. All right, so we're hammering the over in those spots. Anything else uh, you like from a player prop perspective? I got a couple. Yeah, you look at Josh Allen. I think it, I'm looking at it here is plus one sixty that he scores mm. and the Bills win. That's easy money. Um, I also think here, this is an interesting one at plus 155, Josh Allen throwing under one and a half touchdown passes. I think he gets in the end zone with his legs more so than his arm in this one. Um, so we'll see a, a rushing touchdown, uh, and a passing touchdown, but not two passing touchdowns in my opinion. Um, and Singletary over 53 and a half total yards at minus 120. Those are some of the Bills props I like. I think we'll see a lot more. Uh, Singletary and Moss in this game, you know, that scenario, I believe they'll try to work on and get that stuff rolling as they trek toward the playoffs. Um, but I, I don't, I, I look at Allen being able to score touchdown and they win and with good value there and Allen throwing under one and a half touchdowns, uh, because I think he's going to get in the end zone with his legs. 
Yeah, and these prob- these these odds are obviously all from our friends at William Hill. Uh, I agree with you. I like um, I like the Josh Allen anytime touchdown score and Bills win. I don't mind anytime touchdown score Cam Newton minus one ten. I mean, they just give him the ball when they are right. near the end zone, and that they, they, I think they'll get down there enough, and Cam will get close enough to scoring that that you will see them uh, utilize him in the red zone. I don't hate Dawson Knox at 16 to one for first touchdown score. I think that's pretty good value because of his role uh, in the red zone and how Josh Allen likes to use him. Um, and then I've also got written down Zach Moss under receiving yards, seven and a half. So that's not a big number, but he has four catches since week 10. And those four catches went for 11 yards total. So he can catch a ball and you still won't lose it. it if he catches one and he goes for eight yards, you're obviously banged in that spot. But I, I don't, I don't hate the idea of going under on Zach Moss, seven and a half receiving yards. I don't think that number will go down a ton because it's so low. Uh, and then Cam Newton under rush yards, 39 and a half. They really just don't use Cam in the open, like they don't use Cam as a rusher between the twenties, they use him as a rusher in the red zone and that's kind of it. So, uh, I would, I would look at Cam Newton under rush yards. I think he'll probably be in the 30 ish range, you know, run a bunch in the red zone, uh, but won't end up scrambling and they'll feed, you know, the running backs. They'll use Jacoby Myers. I, I, I could see that happening, uh, with Newton. You know, it's funny about that because I have one here for, for, uh, the Patriots and it's plus one Oh five Cam Newton over eight and a half rush attempts. You oh, know, I, I like that. I like yeah, rush attempts. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I'll smash that one over. Yeah. Uh, because like you said, you're going to have your, your standard quarterback. Let's say you have four runs inside the red zone. Then you have four and a half, you know, four or five, let's say for this prop uh, purpose, five scrambles. So yeah, I think that's an easier number. I think he has had uh, over nine, you know, all throughout the season. So nine is the floor. And if that's the floor, then he definitely hits this this over on the rush attempts. I actually like that better than the over rush attempt because I think he'll rush the ball plenty. I just don't think he'll rush the ball a lot in the red zone. And you're right. Um, now, you know, you go back and look at that Houston game. He had three rushes. Uh, but by and large, he is, you know, he's had four, nine, 14, seven, and nine the last four weeks. Uh, he's gone over that. 39. He's gone over 40 rushing yards twice in the last four weeks. So maybe I'm with you there, Emory. Maybe stay away from Cam Newton's under on rushing yards and take the, uh, take the over on his rush attempts because, you know, if he breaks a long one, you're screwed. But if, you know, but if, but if you're going to, I think you're going to get at minimum five to six rushing attempts in the red zone just because of how Cam Newton operates, how that Patriots uh, team operates. Okay. So looking at DraftKings, um, there's actually a free goodbye 2020 free NFL contest with a thousand dollars to first place. Uh, it, it is unlimited entries. So, uh, you know, you're <laughs> good luck winning it, but you, you know, you have a chance to get a uh, thousand bucks. Of course, there's a, you know, there's all kinds of contests available for the showdown in this spot. Uh, to me, you know, the, and this is, I think you kind of have to go chalky here a little bit like the, like the, the Saints Vikings game on Christmas night. You know, Kamara was just the obvious pick. Like you just mm-hmm. load up on Kamara and it, it paid off. Um, I think you have to go with Stefan Diggs or Josh Allen in the, in the captain spot. And I assume for your purposes, uh, Allen, by the way, 18, nine, Stefan Diggs, 11,000. And if you think Allen's going to use his legs in the red zone, then that's the play. You go Allen at captain. Uh, if you throw in the Bills defense, which I think is playing really well lately and having a good, you know, could have a good day against Cam Newton, who is not shy about turning the ball over. 
Um, you know, they're 5,400. Throw in Tyler Bass. You can get Diggs in there. You can add Cam Newton. Uh, and then the value play that I like is Isaiah McKenzie at 800 bucks. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, I mean, he is he, three weeks ago, he scored 11 DraftKings points when he, when he got in the end zone. They use him on end arounds. They use him, uh, as a speed burner down the field. And so by getting him for 800 bucks, you can really unlock a lot, a lot of the rest of the guys. Yeah. And you know, with Cam Newton, it's all about, you know, which one will show up. And I think you, you're right. You kind of lean toward, uh, Allen starting because he's a younger version of what Cam Newton yeah. used to be, you know, and so Cam Newton, despite being Cam Newton, He's not as explosive or, you know, quick as he was as is Josh Allen is now, you know, so it's, it's funny to watch both out there on the field because one is doing what the other one used to do or used to be able to do when he was younger. And so you just don't know which Cam Newton will, will catch fire. And I just feel like when he's throwing a football, a lot of it seems like it, it, you know, how you have those, um, when you're running sprints and someone has a parachute. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you 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 got you got some drag on you. You're not going right. as fast. Right, 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 right. That that's how I feel. It looks when Newton is throwing the ball. It looks it looks like it hurts when he's throwing the football, and um, like it just looks like it's not loose enough to where he can really let it rip. Uh, so you know, I worry about I worry about Newton's health. So I would probably stay away from him in this for uh this fantasy lineup purpose. Yeah, certainly I don't think you want to make him a captain. Um, if you think the Bills are just going to run away with this game and just bludgeon the, the Patriots, I don't hate the idea of going contrarian and using Zach Moss. Um, he, you know, he looks like he's the guy who's going to get the majority of the carries as the true running back. Singletary really used more in the, in the passing game and, uh, when the Bills are, are in a kind of a shootout. I don't hate the idea of going Zach Moss as a captain and, you know, you'll have a bunch of leverage on the field. You hope he can rip off some long runs. Uh, you hope he gets the end zone carries or the red zone carries, excuse me, the goal line carries. And, you know, if you do that, you can, you can pretty much unlock anybody, you know, anybody that you want because you're dipping that far down in the captain spot. You can get Allen, Diggs. Um, you know, you need to come back with one Patriot. I think you almost have to come back with either Cam Newton or Jacoby Myers. I, I, you know, there's not a lot to love from the Patriots perspective in terms of DFS, but you know, you, again, you have to have somebody. Um, James White would be one I would probably lean toward Patriot wise. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't hate James White at all. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, if, especially if they're trailing, James White will be out there in that pass catching role. There's no Rex Burkhead. He's on IR. Um, you know, and so yeah, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate James White at all. He's, he's at 6,200. You can certainly get him in there. He, he always has a nice high floor in terms of DraftKings. So that's the build that you kind of got to, I mean, I think, look, again, you know, I think we mentioned this. I mentioned it was me and RJ maybe talking about, um, the, when we did the, the Steelers Bengals game. The, everybody's going to build the showdown stuff out with the bunch of bills and no pats. So if you want to be contrarian, if you want to try and flip the script and you think that Bill Belichick has one last hurrah here at home on Monday night and he's not going to go down just, just getting bludgeoned by the bills, you could go Patriots here or go with the under and play the defenses, play camp, camp at captain, play the defenses. Um, you know, everybody's going to be on Allen and Dick. So there's an opportunity here certainly to be contrarian and give yourself a lot of leverage against the field. Uh, I say that now, and I'm sure I'll build 40 Bills lineups later this evening. All right, everybody, great stuff as always, buddy. Thanks for uh, hopping on for the final Monday night game of the year. Uh, make sure to watch Emory on CBS Sports HQ. Check him out on uh, his picks on Sportsline. Talk to you soon, buddy.
Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.